One, two, three. This is definitely working. Yes. Yep. <laughs> there are. Ah, there Thank you, you Paul. That's going to make all the difference. <laughs> And we're back with another episode. This is episode number 13 of Out the Show. It's season one. It's week seven. Things are hotting up. Big match of the weekend is the head-to-head between West and Uddy. West head out to Uddy. Hopefully we're going to get some play. Both sides are on 100% records. So somebody is going to lose that if we get some play on Saturday. There is also some interesting matchups going on. Eisdale are hosting Prestwick. Greenock have got Fergus Lee. The Fergus Lee boys are going down to Glen Park to see if they can get their season back on track. Pollock hoping for their first win face Drumpelier. I think that's a crucial one. I think one of those teams is really dicing with a bit of danger as far as relegation is concerned. Can Pollock put one over on their rivals? Sterling host East Kilbride. And then, as I say, the biggie is the 100% of Uddingston going against the 100% of West of Scotland. Weather, listen, weather is going to be a huge issue this weekend. I'm having a chat with you on Wednesday evening. There was a little bit of respite as far as the rain was concerned today. It seemed to be chucking it down over at Uddingston for pretty much most of the day. They've got two covers on. So everybody I know is doing their very best to try and get some cricket played on Saturday. Last week, three made the cut. We had two off due to unfit pitches. We had a chat with Ian Young. We also had a chat with Brian Clark of Uddingston going over the games in week six. Didn't get a chance to go and speak to uh, sorry Matthew Tweedy. Uh, we'll do that at some point just to see how they got on. They had their first win. Let's put on the Facebook live chat. Right, I think we're away. We're live. We're live again on the old Facebook. Not too sure if anybody's following us. I put it on the Twitter, so... Uh, we should get a few people uh, coming on now and again. So listen, I think uh, we've actually got sound. We have sound. Oh, that's fine. So, that's fine. And we're wearing yes. our new tees. So how about these, eh? Yes. So these these are for you. <laughs> you can have them for a tenner. So here we are. Bob Coates has joined us, Mister Tahir from Fergus Lee. Is that uh, the chap in Sunderland? Is he is he the Sunderland chap? I are think so. Yeah. Hamza, are you playing down in Sunderland? How are you getting on? <laughs> Hope it's a bit drier than it is up here. Who else is coming on? Mikey Miller. He'll want, he'll want some of the merch. He wants a bit of merch. He does. Mikey, you want to get a bit of merch? Come on. I oh, don't offer him. Mikey will be on the there'll show. Be a, there'll flag. be a tenner. There'll be a tenner. Listen, we'll, we'll just keep going and uh, we'll see who comes on. And I think what we should do is start to give people a bit of a name check. And uh, if you've got anything to say, good, bad, or indifferent, then do leave us some comments. Whether or not we'll say anything about them, it just depends how funny they are. Yes, and I mean, of course, in offensive, will be reported to the appropriate disciplinary proceedings. Have we got a disciplinary committee? <laughs> Mikey's already. Mikey's the first one in for us. Oh, thing. Mikey Miller taking a T-shirt. Have you got a tenner, Mikey? <laughs> we'll wait for that one. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, disciplinary committee, have we got one? No, no, not for us. I was meaning probably there must be an appropriate cricketing disciplinary committee. Absolutely, that we could absolutely. Such stuff so, talking of things, what we're going to have on is I've tried to to get Sterling and uh, and Matt 
Tweedy, who of course Sterling won the first game yep. against Pollock at the weekend. Um, but unfortunately, he's flying back from Brighton, so he's not going to come on. So we've got the erstwhile Ian Young coming on to talk about what was a pretty epic game against yep. Clydesdale. You probably saw more of it than I did. Yeah, I think I saw not all of it, but yeah, the, most of it. And it was yeah, a really exciting game of cricket. I tell you what, I came, I came back and they needed 37 off, I don't know, the, overs wasn't a problem, wickets was a problem. Um, and I came back and I watched just below where they all sit, all the players sit. I tell yeah. you what, my heart was going. It was, yeah. I felt as if I was bloody playing the game. Yeah, it was, oh, it was incredible. I think you could kind of sense, sense the tension around the whole place, really. There was a, a lot, I mean, there was quite a big group of us sat on the bank and, yeah, I mean, you could tell, but I think by the amount of chat how tense people were, but yeah. I think even the release just, you can kind of tell in the video where Dave Definitely. Dave hits the one and runs, yeah. that it was a big release for Well, people. you can see the release in Flipper <laughs> Dave, my melty, he's like, <laughs> that was him off, out, off out the bottom gate, the down into Platic. The boy's nearly 45, <laughs> yeah. and, he, and he's injured, coming back from injury, I'm thinking, hold on, just watch your toe, yeah. watch your toe. Um, and then we've got Brian Clark on. Excellent. So we can have a chat with him, because of course it's the big... The biggie, yep, biggest absolutely. game of the season so far for two hundred percent has gone against them again. Well, I think so. Particularly, I mean, obviously, West Prestwick was ended up being being cancelled, and then hundred percent records went up against each other this yeah. weekend here. But yeah, I think that's another another big one. And once again, weather will play its part. Yeah, well, um, yeah. Well, we're currently staring out of oh, uh, horrible and out the windows at West, and it's uh, not looking particularly pleasant. So everybody who's listening will, of course, be looking avidly and listening to the weather forecasts. Mm -hmm. um, as far as I believe, Thursday's going to be the only day that they're going to be able to whip off the covers yep. and, and try and do something. Uh, put them back on for Friday, and, and hope to goodness it doesn't rain on Saturday. But it's not looking too clever. Nope. Nope, but we will plough on with our previews regardless. Of course, we'll do that. We'll, we'll do the previews as well. So a couple of things just to to uh, to say. We were over at Clydesdale, mm -hmm. second 11, and uh, we had them rolled for 75, so no better feeling than uh, to do a double over Clydesdale. No, absolutely not. But as we were fielding, we, we, we had them 60 for 7, and they had a little bit of a, a go and we couldn't get a wicket and we got a little bit bored so I was chatting away to one of the boys, Coatsy in fact, and I said to Coatsy, listen, if you could devise another way of being dismissed, what would that be? Okay. And so Coatsy, after a fair amount of discussion over about three overs, said, what about the cock dismissal? <laughs> I said, what are you talking about? This is a family show. <laughs> he said, listen, every player has got a, a knob, a, a, a cock, a guy that you think, just for God's sake, shut up. Oh, right, okay, so, so that's it. Yeah, so <laughs> we're being very judgmental of everybody playing in the, in the WDC unit. No, 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 no. And he said that every team, and I said, that's, that's very subjective. How are you going? And then he uttered the immortal lines, everybody knows who the cock of the team is. Because they're yep. all the ones that every week they're saying whatever they should be saying. <laughs> I'd, no, I'm going to have to push back against that dismissal because I don't think <laughs> I, would, I would last very long in any game. Now, it's interesting <laughs> you should say that because he did say, Coatsy did say that if he was playing against West, you would be the man. <laughs> and I have to say, in my earlier days as a callow youth, I think I would have been the man as well. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we wouldn't be we wouldn't be getting too many runs, I don't think. No. So have a think about that, and if you come up with any wizard uh, ideas, then pipe up. Yeah, by the end of the show, and obviously people watching live, if you've got any good suggestions for new versions of uh, new dismissals that could be brought into the game, yeah, then so, let us know. So we're on the, the Facebook, is, is everybody's great, and we've got quite a few there this evening, and, and people are stopping, starting to, to chirp. So Hamza, to here, he is the guy down at Sunderland. He's the guy yes. who's left at Fergus Lee. So what he said is, thoughts about Riot Henry Skipper of Fergus Lee? Yeah. Um, I think I'm just going to leave that out there. Yeah, I mean, I think he's not somebody actually I've seen play a great deal, but certainly I think captain in the team last year. Well, nobody's played at Fergus Lee. Well, they played bloody two games. <laughs> no, no, that's very true. That's very true. I think captain in the team, the way they did last year, to I mean, to go through a season, was it unbeaten or lost one, I think? Yeah. Obviously had a really, really good impact on the team. Uh -huh. Seems to be a sort of very strong character. I mean, his bone, whenever his bone figures always seem to be tight, yeah. economical. Yeah. So for somebody I haven't watched at all, I'm going to give him a sort of a glowing review. Yes. Give him a thumbs yes. up. Thumbs I don't up think to we've Rick got a thumbs up. West are playing, I think, then not this week, but next yep. week. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he gets on there yeah particularly against a sort, of, uh, a sort of a with Rory being somebody that he knows knows pretty well buddy family yes exactly a family battle playing okay. out in, uh, in Scotland so. great so I think we're gonna try and get what's the time now 10 past eight right so we're gonna get Brian Clark on at about half past yep. eight so what I'm going to ask you to do when you speak to Brian Clark is yep. that what I want you to do is, is... I think he might be watching live. Don't give the game away. No, he's not. Is I don't he think not? he is. Okay. No, he's not watching live. So listen, what you're going to have to do is to get some chocolate bars okay. into the conversation. That's so fine. what we've got is he's, you've got to try and get fudge in and then he's got to get the word twirl in. Now that should be pretty easy. Yeah. Spinner, twirl. Yep. Yeah. Fudge, fudge an issue. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, Why? flake. That's slightly more difficult. Flaky batsman. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's not flake. flake. That's flaky. I might give you half a point okay. for that. I don't think if you get these, you're, you're stealing the bars. <laughs> I'm having them. Then we've got Ripple. Uh-huh. I think, I think Ripple might be a struggle. Yeah, I think Okay, and then we've got Lion. You reckon Lion's going to be the I hardest? I So, yeah. All the things I've got to get in, I think Lion is the toughest. You think? I mean, from what you were saying before the start of the show, this is you using me in gently. I'm hoping in a few weeks I'm not going to have, like, car makes or something <laughs> that I've got to, <laughs> got to try and slip into conversation. Or yeah. Toyota. Yeah. <laughs> Other car makes so every are time, available. Every time you get one, that's what we're going to give you, okay? Excellent. Thank so you. you're going to try and get one, two, three, four, two, four, five. So how many do you think you'll get? I'm going to go four. I'm going to struggle with Lion, I think. Do you think? Yeah. Four out of five? Four out of five. That's me. I'm going to go four out of five. Right. So it's a pity that when we... I, I, what we should have done is also phone Youngie up and do yeah. the same thing, but we can't do that because he sat over the desk there. Yeah. So really, we've, we've lost. Yeah, we, can't, we can't really... He knows... <laughs> he knows our... He's our behind the curtain, so to speak. Yes, he's, he sees where the meat is made. Let's not there. go anymore with these analogies. <laughs> Otherwise, we might get pulled off the air. Yes. So, shall we get him in? Absolutely. Youngie, come in. on in, and we can have a chat with you. Slide in there. Slide in, and watch the wires. Nope, try not setting my lap. Yes. <laughs> How are we doing? Jets. There we go. Pretty very close to this mic. Oh, you are quite close, so let's just move it out here. 
And let's see what's that. Cover my big noggin. <laughs> so let's just see. So, Roscoe, you you start off. I'm just going to see if we make sure we've got the sound on. So, Youngy, obviously, uh, what we all knew was a really big game going into into the weekend. I mean, I guess just start us off. How how did you feel at the end of that? Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think <clears throat> I think to win any game against Clydesdale always makes you feel good. Yeah. But I think to to come off in a game where it got so tense and so close yep. um, towards the end was brilliant. I think uh, Andy McElney from Air sent me a message the other day because he'd seen the video on social media of Dave hitting the winning run, celebrating, uh-huh. the crowd going wild and everything like that. Yep. And he, he gave me a bit of a ribbon for it. He was like, why are you guys doing that? You're only six games in and uh, you're only six games into the league and you guys are celebrating like you've won the league. And uh-huh. I was trying to point out to him that it's not it's not so much the fact that we necessarily think that that's us going to be winning the league because we beat Clydesdale, but it's just that feeling when you get into a game like that that gets so tense mm-hmm. against one of your biggest rivals. Um, I think that there's no better feeling. And for, for Dave to come back from injury, bowl 10 over straight and then come out and hit the winning runs, yep. um, the way he did was an absolutely fantastic finish. There. Well, listen, exactly the same happened against us against Pollock. Yep. Craig Young came in, they were pretty much dead. Yeah. 25 off two, I think they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when you're in a situation like that and you pull it out the bag, and with the great disrespect, there are times in the previous seasons where we would have just faltered yep. and, and we would have just said, Clydesdale, there you go, you have the 25 points. Yeah. So I think if anybody's been in that situation, yeah. yeah, hat off to them, do whatever you want to and do. And I think, I, for me as well, I think that, as you mentioned there, Johnny, I mean, it's no secret at the club for us that Chasen's never been our forty over the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. And I think when you do get into a tight game like that and you get over the line and you start to get that belief around the team again that Chasen is something that we're gonna we're gonna be better at mm-hmm. this year. Um little things like that that you get tense about already within yeah. the game yeah. to come across the line like that was you you're quite right because um I think in the past the West batting lineup has been a little bit flaky. <laughs> Half a point. There <laughs> won't be any more of that. Um, but it has been, um, and that's great, and it gives a great feeling amongst the rest of the guys that we've done it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Dave McNulty's put his hand up, and hopefully those guys in the club rooms are saying, you know what, I fancy a bit of that. Yeah. Because there is nothing better than hitting the winning runs on a chase. And you walk up those those steps, and everybody's patting you on the back. There yep. is nothing, nothing better. And I think particularly on Saturday, for Dave, when they'd been the run out mix up with <laughs> with Rob. Do you know what I mean? You've then got obviously you've got all of the factors of it being Clydesdale and it being a tight game and stuff. But then there's actually the personal thing <laughs> for Dave of going over the line when it looks like you might have then put us back in trouble or whatever. I think there were so many different factors at play that are responsible for that and for that reaction everyone loves getting one over Colin Mitchell as well don't they <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I wanted to, I wanted to get him on but he wasn't he wasn't keen um, to ask him straight after the game he seemed pretty happy at that stage <laughs> well I tell you what he wasn't happy about singing the song he, he had a bit a bit of a, a similar reaction to um, the fella here he said well what do you do you haven't won anything and then of course he and I said well we never used to do that not even when we won League championship, mm-hmm. but I said, Colin, our time's gone, son. Yeah. <laughs> <Time has laughs> he came off the pitch, and I think um, David Hinchliffe had a 
chat with him and was saying, oh, that's the last few games against the two teams that have been really tight that I've been involved in. And Colin Mitchell made a, a comment about, well, they will be if that's the type of pitch that you'll prepare. Well, I mean, he the, did mention that as well. The, he, he the said... pitch had been undercover since Wednesday. The first roll and cut it got was on Saturday morning. Their captain won the toss and chose to bat. Yeah, which is a strange one. And Angus Guy scored 94 runs on it. I mean, yeah. what, what, <laughs> it's the same for both teams. Yeah, what? yeah, yeah. It's, and it's it was hardly as if. I can't imagine, I mean, given there was two grounds where the games were called off with the justification being pitch unfit. unfit. Pitch, yeah. And yeah, it was hardly a week for preparing an absolute road of a deck, was it? But exactly. mm. It's the same for both teams. But like yeah. you say, it's always good to see those wee sour grapes coming out. Of mm. So let's talk about Angus Guy. Obviously, an immense talent um, and, and bolstering their batting, strengthening their batting and, and really carrying their batting mm. on Saturday. Good yeah. knock from him, 93. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. We gave him a couple of chances, to be fair. Um, but on a on what was a tough pitch, their captain obviously put them in when it was a lot softer than it was for us to bat on. I think that he showed great patience, played mm-hmm. his shots at the right time. Showed a real mature innings for what strong. Been, a young guy, yeah, yeah. strong, strong young guy. Crossed the big big uh, yeah. arms, yeah, hits hits a hard ball. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think as well, it's like you say, the patience watching it from the side. He, I mean, he was in there for what he must have been in there for what. 35, 40 overs? No, I think he was out more than that because I think that the the opener was out. Oh, Parry got out. The first first couple of overs. Yeah, yeah. And so, and it was, I mean, it wasn't till after drinks, I don't think that you saw him actually even time one, but he just knuckled down and didn't look flustered at any point, I didn't think. And it gave gave us a lot to go on, to be honest, when we were back, when we were going out to bat, the fact that. him and the boy, I think Sturgis is yep. the, was in with him. Yeah, they they didn't score quickly for a long time, mm-hmm. and it, it almost showed us the way that we needed to bat on it mm-hmm. within the chase as well. Yeah. I think we probably had the better of the wicket. It dried out a little bit more. So why? But why bad? What was the? the I can did only you speak to Paddy after the game. I didn't speak to him um, after the game about it in particular. No, I, I think I can only think that. He's obviously seen our records chasing and, and back themselves, um, back themselves to to, to defend, us, yeah, to yeah, defend. Yeah. Work. But I mean, given the weather we'd had, given that the pitch had been undercover but had been wet before it was undercover, mm-hmm. I mean, it was you could tell when we went to the toss that it was t- that kind of tacky way, yeah. Um, and the best you were going to get out of it as a bowler was going to be straight at the start, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so it was for me, it was an interesting choice, but. Not quite up there with Nasser Hussain. But <laughs> and how about our bowling then on it? Um, what's been brilliant for me to see so far this season is that Rory's come in, the big name, everybody's talking about Rory Kleinfeld yep. coming in. He's not taking a wicket in the league yep. yet. It's been all our other bowlers that are taking the wickets. But what Rory has been able to do is build so much pressure yep. within those first 10, 12 yeah. overs. Yep. I mean, so they've almost got to look at getting an outlet somewhere else yeah. and that's at the other end yeah and, mm-hmm. and we talk about it a lot in Scottish cricket that with a lot of teams you play against you can almost hang about for that fourth and fifth bowler but at West we're fortunate that we've got five six seven bowlers yeah that you can't really there's not one bowler that you can really look at and say I'm going to target that person yeah. uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so we're fortunate in that if you think that you can come in and face 10 overs of Rory and just pat it back or get out of the way of it then you're going to have to do something against the other guys and we can build that. And did you go with Gav with the, the, the new rock or I Dave? Went, I went with Gav with the new rock. What was the feelings behind the that? feeling there was Rory likes to pick his end based on what way the wind's going normally. All right. So he wanted to come up the hill um, 
and I prefer Gav to come down the hill mm -hmm. rather than Dave. And to be honest, I was kind of going to leave it up to the three of them what they wanted to do because I don't really mind which one bowls at the start because I know they can all do a job mm -hmm. at each stage of the game. But Dave came on and he bowled me 10 over straight. Um, pegged them back. And how did Dave feel about that? Because clearly that there's a bit of... Um, what's the word? Um, you know, him and Gav have been opening the bowling for the last five or six years. Um, and he's been told, well, listen, your first change now. Yeah. Dealt that well? He did very well. I don't think... You'd that, expect that. Yeah, I don't think there's much of a way of egos in that way mm -hmm. between the three and I mm -hmm. think as well when you've got somebody with the the reputation and honours that, that Rory has I think mm -hmm. you can almost accept that he's going to take that new ball yeah. off one of them and yeah. the fact that Gav's, Gav's, I mean, Gav's one of the leading wicket takers in the league at mm -hmm. the moment so mm -hmm. to take the ball off him at the new yeah, it deserves his goal doesn't it yep. so I think that yep. it, it was the right decision on the day definitely and then so they get 168 You've got to be thinking on any day of the week that's gettable, but we've had a lot of rain. You know yourself, the wicket's not been maybe prepared because they haven't been able to get on it. What are you? What's your half-time talk to the boys? So 160 for me was more like 190. The outfield hadn't been cut because of the yeah. weather as well, so yeah. there's a lot of shots that um, Angus had played, for for example, out towards the longer boundary on that side. Mm -hmm. that, um, on any other day, probably would have gone for four. Mm -hmm. Um, so I think 160 played like a 190. Um, my thoughts were, as I mentioned before, we saw how the young guys in the Clydesdale team batted and we took good heart from that, mm -hmm. that that we could do similar and we had more explosive players that should we get in a position where we needed to get after it a little bit more then we would be able to. Um, so I think that I think we were positive and I thought we could do it. But we knew it wasn't going to be easy. Mm -hmm. We knew the pitch, the pitch, there was quite a few balls in the first innings for them that kind of spat off a length yeah. and similar for us. The ball, the bowlers that bowled cross seam and rolled their fingers over it got more out of the pitch than the bowlers that actually tried to kind of bowl mm -hmm. along the pitch. Mm -hmm. um, and it almost was easier to play if you had more pace and were kind of bowling along it as opposed to digging it into mm -hmm. the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any standouts for you? I mean, who were you? Impressed with it and, and sort of stuck around in terms of batting. Um, you seem to all get a start. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I think so. I think that um, obviously Rory batted really well, hit a couple of lusty blows, and he was disappointed with himself um, the way he got out. I think he'd, yeah. I think he'd seen that one going onto the train tracks yeah. behind the flats three <laughs> times before he's even. I think he described it as the the last ball, uh, sorry, the worst ball he's ever got out to in his whole cricket career. Oh, was it? It was a half, How did he get a, out? a half tracker that he eyes obviously lit up off the leg spinner right his eyes have lit up to put it out the ground and he's just top edge well it's, it's the ball after he's mashed one onto the bit of grass just down beside right. the changing rooms and then i think the bowler has thought i'm not putting it anywhere near him because that's going to happen <laughs> again and then it's yeah it was so Ro rory's innings was was crucial in terms of the pace it was at as well got us well ahead of the room <laughs> yeah um so helped help the batsman coming in to be able to take their time to get in which is mm -hmm. crucial um, Robert Connor again. Um, he he's has, doing all right, isn't he? He's had some crucial innings for us this yeah. season. Um, we're not talking 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, but they've been 10s, 15s, 20s, 30s that have been match winning. Because he's turned that around for, because he, he played against Greenock and he got a first baller. Yeah. And he, and he didn't look too clever uh, against East Kilbride. He played a poor shot to get out. I think he'll he say that himself. Yeah. Um, but then he's, he's knuckled down. He's at a, a 220s and he's got a 19 there. 
Um, he's got you over the line. Yeah. Maybe two he's, of those three games. He's he's an absolute sponge. That's what he is. He's he's the kind of player that soaks up mm-hmm. everything and every bit of experience of every player yeah. around him. Yeah. He's working hard in his game, <clears throat> and he's it's, it's it's coming off in the way that he's scoring us important runs at important times yeah. of the game. And was had it not been for Dave's unfortunate run out mm-hmm. of Rob towards the end of the game, I think it would have been those two that would have been there at the end. We mm-hmm. probably would have felt a bit more comfortable at that stage because mm-hmm. we, obviously when we did win, we were only had two wickets left. Yeah. Um, and I think when Rob and Dave were in, it looked set at that time. It felt um, it felt quite calm at that point. Yeah. And because I mean, I, it was really quite weird. I was like, I saw I hit the ball and I turned away and I was talking to somebody and looked up and Rob was stranded halfway down. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. It, it just didn't even look in in question. And but, it's just. But in such a, a low, any low scoring yeah. game, you lose a couple of wickets and you're thinking, "Jinks, tens, ten runs is difficult yeah. to get, let alone the forty that we need." Yeah. Um, and it's huge that I wonder if there's certainly there seems to be in the international side of things there seems to be a big sea change in that your spinners and your bowlers are now trying to attack and get wickets because mm-hmm. I think the captains now perceive that if you can take wickets that's as good as holding up an end yeah yeah I think so yeah, again I think that I mean just going back to what you mentioned before about in, uh, important innings within that, and we, we can't obviously not talk about Dave's finishing of the game. Um, Dave to come in, um, having not had any batting under his, under his belt this season at all, I don't mm-hmm. think, actually, mm-hmm. having been out with injury, so not being able to train very much. Yeah. To come in and play the shots that he played, the straight drive over the top for six, the couple over Brave. to cover for four. Mm-hmm. Brave in a game situation where had he got out, we could have been in a much different situation. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Dave's a player that he knows his game and he knows the balls that he can put away in his area, his areas, and he did it perfectly and got us over the line. And yeah, really it's he's whilst obviously he bats down the order just as a character, he's the sort of person for that that yeah. type of occasion. He absolutely loves the battle. Yeah, yeah. He's calm. Well, he, I mean, he's calm in the way that Dave can be calm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, he seems amped up, but I don't think that means that things are running through his head at any real pace. Yeah. It's just that's how he keeps himself self going. Yeah. And he was absolutely brilliant. Yep, absolutely brilliant. So, Youngie, um, let's talk about Uddy. Okay. Uh, let's assume that the game's going to be on. Yeah. Uh, you're over there. Uh, the policies. My view at the start of the season was, and I've said this to you, that you need the three Fs to get 300 each. Now, we're six games in, it's pushing down with rain every flipping week. Yeah, I'm maybe thinking now, maybe you'll be the first team to get close to winning the Union and nobody scores a 50. <laughs> <laughs> because the wickets are such that you know, and maybe others are the same. Although they, they've got, they've had a guy. There's not very many teams that have got past individually have got past fifty, and maybe one of these seasons where the season is ten games, and, and you know, if you can get two hundred out of somebody, then that's yeah. that's like a four hundred in in, and in, in, in other seasons. years. Yeah, I think you're right, and I think that the weather has con- contributed to how the cricket's been played a lot this summer so far, and I think that. We all watch cricket on TV and see teams scoring 350 and getting close to 400 and stuff like that and think that that's the way you want to play cricket. But I think mm. when we've played on some of the pitches and the weather conditions we've played in so far this season, 
you actually realise that you can't just go out and do that. And mm -hmm. the players that are doing better just now are potentially the ones that actually just knuckle down and are happy to bat 50 overs and grind out mm -hmm. a mm -hmm. score, as opposed to your batsmen that sometimes, over the last couple of seasons, potentially have been, been able to score 50s, 60s, 100s and been able to do it, run a ball, yeah, cricket. Yep. Um, so I think like, the players that are adapting to the conditions are the players that are doing better at the moment, I'd say. Sure, sure. So they've got a big attack. Um, they've got Gavin Main, they've got uh, Neil Alexander, they've got Ross Lyons, they've got the Sabri fella. So that, that's four. Um, and then they've got the guy Adnan as oh, well. Adnan, he bowled yeah. well at the weekend. Yeah, yeah we'll speak to Brian well. yeah. yeah, so teams made up very much of um, of all-rounders and, and bowlers, they struggled, seemed to struggle a bit against probably this pretty good Greenock attack last week, 133 probably did well. We'll hear Brian, I think Brian gave them a serve uh, before they went out to bat, according to uh, what Hoffey had said on his, um, on his, on his, uh, his blog. Mm -hmm. uh, any plans that you can divulge to the to the listeners? I wouldn't want I wouldn't want any massive massive listening following you have. So <laughs> I wouldn't want to give I wouldn't want to give all my secrets away. Just give us one. Give us one. I've got. Does John, not, does John Fern not have a very good tactic for every cricket match, which I think goes score more runs than the other team? If nice he, and easy. If you can, and I think yeah. one of David Hinchcliffe is. Uh, a statistician. We're going to have him on. He will be stat. Oh, he will. I tell you what, he had some stat today in Twitter about everybody got a score out of 100. And it was as if yeah. you'd caught the ball or, or scored it. It was just... Don't divulge the IQ stats. But he does bring a brilliant stat to the game, which is if you can bowl the team out for as little as possible, you've got a good chance of winning the game. That's... <laughs> Does he get paid to come up with stuff like that? No, that's voluntary. <laughs> that's good, good. Just as well, just as well. Um, right, so you're not going to say anything. Tell us about the team selection because you've probably first week that you've had everybody back. Yeah. Um, Apart from Rob Corn, is Rob playing on Saturday? Rob's back. He's back, He's right. back on Thursday or Friday. Right. Um, yeah, it's the, the first week that we've had a real discussion around the selection table um, in terms of people being available uh -huh. um, for it. So it's, it's making it interesting. And I think what's been really, really pleasing for me to see is the players like Rob, Connor, Simon Brown that have come into the team and done such a good job mm -hmm. for us that there's I can't go into that selection meeting and, and not pick them. Yeah. They're making themselves, yeah. like, not, not first name in the team sheet, but they're making themselves, like, undroppable. Well, they've won, they've won games for yeah. you and that's the great thing is that when you go into selection what you want to have is 13, 14, 15 guys who you're thinking well let's have a discussion. Yeah. Well yeah you want it to actually be a selection don't you rather than yeah. rather than a, a scramble. Uh -huh. for... 100% and I think that um, it's as you mentioned it's the first time probably at this club in a long time we've had a pool of 16, 17 potential first-team players mm -hmm. that could come in and all do a job, Good job. Yeah. Uh, at any yeah. time. And Absolutely. I think it, it's, it's going to be tough on the players that unfortunately miss out some weeks. Um, but a, a lot of it does come down to a challenge of you probably you could have a team that are the best team on paper, but then you've got to the team that are actually performing the best out on the pitch and the players that have been coming in 
have made themselves almost undroppable yeah. areas as well. And that's great. That's yeah. absolutely fantastic. Um, so you're looking forward to Saturday's game. Yeah. Um, and then you've got, I think, uh, start of the Scottish Cup. So that's all. Yeah. We'll, so we'll cover that, I think, next week. We've Absolutely. I'm hoping Scott. to. Maybe I can maybe do a bit of live reporting. I'm hoping to come and uh, come and cause a bit of a ruckus at uh, Drumvelier on Sunday afternoon. Shock. <laughs> <laughs> Going to find a bit of hell at Drumvelier. Yeah. <laughs> From the golf course, yeah. you might not be allowed into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> You've got an ASBO against you over there. <laughs> so listen, let's get your just before we go because yeah. we've got Brian on of now in, in about half an hour, um, and, and quite frankly, I'm a little bit bored. And you're going to bring Brian on? Give him a ripple, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Right, come on, Clydesdale, Presswick, who's, your, who's going to go there? Presswick, Rich is still out. Yeah. Uh, what is the Pinky? Broken the, Pinky, I think. And how long? Another uh, couple of weeks or so? From when I was speaking to him last week, yeah, another week or two, but it's healing right. quickly, so hopefully he'll be back soon. Okay. Greenock, Fergus Lee, bit of a local derby there. Fergus Lee. Greenock, really struggling now. Yeah. 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 Yep. I think, I just, I don't see them having enough to, no. to stay up, no. I don't think. Pollock Drumpies. Pollock. That's Very a big good. game because I think if Pollock can win that one, uh, it brings Drumpies back into yep. the into the five for for the drop. Um, but Pollock, um, it's a pity we didn't have any from Sterling and Pollock just to see yeah. how close Pollock got. I saw. I don't know if you watched any of the video. No, I've um, had a chance yet. And it, it certainly looked as if it, it was close. They got to 146, 147, yeah, they, they, they must have been in it for a, a bit of a time. Yep. So Pollock for you there, Sterling EK, EK again down amongst the dead men, we had Maniba on last week, um, thinks he can turn things round. But was also, I think, pretty frank about the challenges they face oh, as well. Oh yeah, really. for sure, for sure. I'd go Sterling at home on that. You think? Oh, he's back. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to fire, surely. <laughs> I don't know why we've not got him on as <laughs> 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 the background for our tops. Just a black plimsoll. That's, <laughs> that's the next series. That's next number series. two. That's number two. Well, for my dreams for the live show, he can come on. And, then... <laughs> um, and Addy West, you're obviously backing yourself. You've got to. Good. You can't bet, bet against yourself. Anything you want to ask us? Um, no. I think that you guys are doing a sterling job and next time can I get a t-shirt? Well, you said that, Rob Corner said, where's Youngie's t-shirt? So if you give me a tenner, because they're going for a tenner... <laughs> you asked my dad. <laughs> dad some things <laughs> never, never change. <laughs> Youngie, just to go back to selection very briefly, you've said it was a tough one. Does this mean I'm not going to have a new ball this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's a sad day, but you'll always be my first pick on the hill. For Thanks, mate. Thank you. <laughs> right. Thank, Thank you, very, you much, very much. Thanks. Good, good. Cheers, Best of luck Saturday. Eh? Thank you very much. And you wanting a t-shirt? I would love one. Excellent. Just give me a tenner. <laughs> it's See, all for charity. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah for, for what do you call it? The yeah, what are they called? Opening up. opening up. Oh, then yeah. 100%. Yeah. You yeah. know the guy in opening up. Yeah. yeah. I need to get, for the next round of t-shirts, I need to get some badge, sort of badge on it. Yeah? Perfect, yeah. Okay. I'll speak to him. Good man. Cheers, Youngie. He's always good value, eh? Always good value. Always good value. Massages um, the ego quite nicely as well. For it does, yes. That's why we keep getting them <laughs> yeah. on. No other reason than that. <laughs> um, so we'll get Brian on. He said about half past eight, so it's just turned sort of 25-2. Yep. Um, 
was we were playing, I said to you, we were playing against Clydesdale and uh, Tommy Halpin was the umpire there, um, a doyen of Prestwick. Okay. And I was interested to hear... So did you have an umpire on Saturday? Yeah, yeah we oh, had an umpire. Um, he hurpled between... I what that feels uh, like. Yeah, it was good. It was good and uh, he was all right. He was all right. I'm not going to say any more than that, but he was all right. <laughs> Didn't give anybody out for the cock dismissal. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 that's, that's a shame. No, that is a shame. Uh, but what he did say about Presswick is that they've already had the letter for the for the for the, the screw up the, the week before. And so the WDCU have written them a letter uh -huh. and said, "Listen, reprimand, slap on the yeah. on the on the knuckles." and said that if it happens again, then there's points deduction. But interestingly, what they said was that if it happens three times, then the firsts yeah. and the seconds get Blue. dot points. Yeah. Uh -huh. No, I'd, I'd heard that, I think, this weekend, that yeah, that the, eventually the reprimand comes on the first team. I think that's the way it needs to be. Because, no, but we have, this, we have similar rules for, for junior cricket, I think, if you can't, I mean, there are rules about having to have a junior set up that affect what division you can end yeah. up in. Yeah. So I think it's absolutely right. I mean, also, I mean, I don't know if you followed their score from this week, but they then played air this week, raised 11, and scored 440. <laughs> that guy scored 242. Yeah. Yeah, Fraser Roger, I a man who put me into Peel Street three balls in a row in an under-15 game once. So he's obviously a very talented man if yes. he managed to do that. And he had a strange pose. Did you see the picture? No. It was like he was sitting on a chaise longue, um, <laughs> draped over... Draped over the scoreboard with two hundred and forty-two in the back. I think when you've done that, you can celebrate in whatever manner. With a cigar, yeah, well. exactly, exactly. <laughs> Some effort. Two hundred forty-two. I think that's more than I've scored in my my whole life. <laughs> and I've been playing since I was eight years old. I, I don't think he played. He wasn't one of the. No, he wasn't five. one of the five. No, Thank God the for fantastic that. Fantastic five. <laughs> Thank God for that. But two hundred forty. That's it. And then four hundred. Yeah, that's some just effort. Ruled it. Yes. I presume that was over at, at air then, was it on the slope? I would, I would think so. Yeah, I would yeah. think so. Okay, yeah. listen. Let's get uh, let's get Brian Clark up. Oh, he, he's already messaging us. He's keen. Is he's he? Keen. What's he saying? Brian Clark, fine anytime. Well, oh, that was thirty-five minutes <laughs> ago. <laughs> well, hopefully Brian is still fine to talk yes. about. I hope he's not been uh, watching on the Facebook yeah. so we can go through our chocolate challenge. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're all geared up. I'm all so geared up. You've got Ripple. You've got Fudge. You've got Lion, Twirl, and Flake. Absolutely. I'm not convinced not this makes for as good content as you, as you think not, it does. Not all in one sentence. In one sentence. And if he twigs, then you, that's it. Game okay. over. Game yeah. over. Strike Off. Out. Banned from the show. Right. Uh, so we better have a little... I'd better get the scorecard up. Yes. Uh, just mm. talk amongst yourselves. Yeah. No, well, I mean, I get. think... This was probably it. This was the first time they've really well. Or must have been under a lot of pressure. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Brian's earlier thingy that they had to get two hundred and thirties and forties to convince us that they were title challengers. Yeah. So by his own, well, they didn't even get half of that. No, exactly. By his own. Uh, so Hoffy said in his blog. Hoffy does a great blog and he does some tweeting as well. And mm -hmm. um, uh, so he's using his. Uh, he teaches English. Okay. Uh huh. So the standard's not too bad. Of the blog. Of the blog. Okay. Uh -huh. it's, uh -huh. It is eligible. Yes. Uh -huh. um, and he had said that uh, he'd given them a serve. Um, yeah, pretty big serve. Which I yeah. don't know whether or not that's such a great thing to do as a batsman. Fair enough. If it, I don't. What do you think about getting so, the hair dryer treatment? So, sorry, that when... So when, when, come in, yeah, so when they got, got rolled for 133, mm -hmm. uh, they said, listen, 
uh, you know, we're going to have to to hit our straps yeah. coming out and make sure that we 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 roll in front under 133. So, what are your thoughts about I, you know, a skipper given personally? I think I'm kind of up up. for that that sort of thing. I mean, as you know, I, I, I like to play sort of a bit of a high, high octane bass. Yeah. So, and I mean, I, had, I do remember when captain in a game once and I told somebody who'd just been, he'd just got a wicket, but a couple of balls before that had been carted over out of the park right, for a couple of sixes, right. that if he bowled any more like that, that he would get taken off in the huddle. <laughs> so I'm kind of on Brian's side with this one. Uh, I that was the first rule of captaincy. Praise in the group and slag them off face to face, but you're obviously going the other way round. Uh, no, but I'm, it's all about accountability. You got praise for getting the wicket, but I also think that I think that <laughs> I'm using shit out of yeah, no, I'm using that story flippantly. But I think it's I think to me it's about having the standards you set yourself as a team. Basically, I think if you they obviously would not be happy to have to have been rolled for that, and yeah. you know you've got to be g'd up to go and. To go and defend it, so uh -huh. I think that that's where that's kind of where I'd sit on it. I don't think it's about being rude or nasty to people, but it's about making sure that everybody's fired up for for what it is yeah, they're trying yeah. to do. Ah, oh, you're there. I'm here, yes. Sir. Hi, hi, I'm Brian, very well yourself. You? I'm good, thanks. I've been joined again by the um, inimitable and <laughs> undisputed <laughs> Chris Cross Ross. So he's going to be firing some questions at you as well. I guess we should start with um, what happened on, on Saturday then. So, 133, your boys didn't seem to fire as well as maybe you'd hoped they would. Tell us a bit about, were you disappointed with 133? What was the pitch like? Uh, the pitch was pretty good actually. Um, we were on, we were on a used pitch, something to be undercover for almost a week, I guess, 10 days. Right. So. It was okay, it was flat. Uh, we probably, we probably battled like a team that hadn't played for two weeks, to be perfectly honest with you. So everybody sort of got to 10 and then had a, a bit of a brain fart, I guess. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. One of those kind of innings. Um, 133, 133, probably not helped by an incredibly slow field. The way it's been, it's been terrible, hasn't it? You know, no one's had an opportunity to go on and do anything to any of the grounds, I guess. So you can know, unless what you're left with. So it's pretty slow a day, so pretty heavy. Um, so 130, <coughs> I guess, in reality, it was maybe worth 160. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, we've just had Youngie on, and, and Clydesdale got to 168, and Youngie was pretty much of the same view that that the weather was half decent, so you're probably the same as well. But but even still, it's 133, and and I guess the guys from Greenock must have thought if their pro can get a 50 or a 60, bat the whole 50 overs, then they're going to be there at thereabouts. Yeah, and they're both teams as well. So we've lost, um, we've lost yeah. three out of the last four against Greenock, believe it or not. Yeah, um, yeah I picked that up from Hoffey. Yeah, 
really well. So yeah, it's good. Shipped a few extras as well, which was a bit disappointing. So out of the eighty odd or whatever it was, there were thirty extras. Yeah, I know. I'm just looking at that now. Twenty-two wides with obviously Brian with your bowling attack. That's probably not something you would be obviously wanting to. Uh, I think it's symptomatic of guys probably. Four different seamers, and there's the four seamers that bowled the last <coughs> bowl Saturday. So yeah, yeah. Maybe trying a little bit too hard. Maybe just you know, uh, ball moving a little bit, things like that. Yeah. A couple of no balls again, guys. Not played a lot in the last couple of weeks, so lacking a wee bit of rhythm, I suppose, early doors. But yeah, it was it was pretty good performance for the ball again. Um, the guys were good, really good in the fields, really. Decent performance. Um, Neil Alexander was good. Um, He's again got another what four wickets during the week. The focus yeah, there, yeah. Three on Saturday. Uh, Friday, so he he did well. It bowled really well. Um, Abdul bowled well, probably without much luck. He actually bowled a pro with a a no ball, which was one of the best balls I've seen in a long time. <laughs> um, but Sod's lost, so it was a no ball. And Adnan the lefty came in and and was swinging it around corners. Mm-hmm. So he, he and it, it, it wasn't a it wasn't a game for the twirlers then. <laughs> nah, I gave them a rest this week. Uh-huh. Right. Was there nothing in the no no twirl at all for for any of them? No, neither the bolts. Um, right. We just we just didn't get to that stage. Yeah. To be perfectly honest with you, kind of went with it with a with the ball swinging a little bit. Um, so went with the seamers and and they delivered. Yeah. And you see, when when you're turning up, did you get up? I mean, Hoffy. Yeah, some of the time when Hoffy writes his blog, you don't know what to believe. And he said that you were there at five o'clock. Is that right? Maybe not five o'clock. Maybe not five o'clock. Maybe maybe eight o'clock. So who helps you with that then? The councilman, the councilman and I were there from early doors. So we were, we were on. So just the two of you. On at early doors, yeah, but <clears throat> we weren't actually physically doing anything. It was just right. a case of making sure the place was right. And yeah. It was going to dry out and stuff and yeah. that sort of thing. So well, listen, that's 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 pretty much a lion-hearted <laughs> effort from from you. I mean, it really is just a, a great, great, great effort. But you, I guess the covers have probably been on since Saturday, <laughs> have they? Yes, they have. Uh, actually, we've got two sets of covers on now. Um, we're fortunate enough to have two sets of covers, so we've covered a new pitch for Saturday. And All right. Last week's pitch, so we'll. And will, we'll you make a de- will you make a decision then? I will wait and see what happens at the toss first, Johnny. And see <laughs> well, you don't want... Right. It's like Youngie again, you know? <laughs> we don't want to be fudging that issue. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, we'll just see how it goes. It's supposed to be tight. So we'll, we'll see how it works out. Good, good. Um, and any changes for you on uh, on Saturday, team-wise? You, you're picking from a, the strongest team, because Wet West... First time, I think, as I said, Youngie has been on, and he said that it's the first time that he's had his full squad of sort of 15, yeah. 16 to, uh, to pick from. What about yourself? Yeah, we've been pretty much picking from a full squad, yeah. Not too many. We, well, we missed Neil McLeod, actually. Neil, I think he was a sheep farmer somewhere in there or something. <laughs> 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 I've no idea what he does, but he's pretty much. Pretty much out of commission, right? 
Good, good. And <clears throat> I'd noticed that you'd not lost any games at all, which is just a fantastic effort. Has that um, has, has that had a ripple effect down the 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 rest of the club? Um, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> the tour is, the tour is just the very nature of the tour is, our tours are quite young, yeah. um, so it's 50-50, it's, it's the young guys and, and tours players and, and the guys who I guess are the, the first 11 squad players, the guys that we challenge for first 11 games, bizarrely haven't been around so much, so unfortunately the numbers are pretty strong, so you know it's not affecting the first team, but those guys who missed <coughs> a few weeks now who would really have helped the twos out. Yeah. Um, so the twos are steady and some real good young cricketers in there, the guys that will contribute for years to come. So, um, yeah, they, they're, they're up and down all that, but I think they're doing a bit of fishing for Saturday. Yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm he's going to play. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's going to play, is he? Oh, no, 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 Get him over here. Right. And talk to me about Prem Reserve. What's your view on the Prem Reserve? Have you got a, a personal view on that? I, I like it to a point. I like the fact that it's, you know, you, you're almost guaranteed the, the guys playing at better grounds and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. I suppose I'm with you. I think it should be competitive. I think we as a club probably have enough guys who want to play at a bit of a higher level. And I think it would help probably us as a club. Um, cyclically, if that makes sense, we could end up dropping a couple of divisions, but that's fair enough. If you're playing at the correct level, then mm -hmm. my only concern in that instance would be the facilities that you're playing on. And, mm -hmm. and, and, and I think in reality that would put a lot of people off. Well, Stevie, Stevie Allison said that, and he seemed to think, sort of allude to the fact that, gosh, if I'm not playing on, as it were, the union grounds, then I'll go and I'll go and play at a club that's playing in the union mm -hmm. grounds. And Stevie's at it. He's, he's, he'd never do that. <laughs> Stevie would, would play for Pompellia, you know, on the uh -huh. Midland Road. <laughs> um, but I take his point. I think that's valid. I think it would put people off. You know, you'd yep. like to play somewhere where, if you played socially, um, that's going to suit your circumstances. There's been a lot of talk about it, whether or not the two should be 40 overs. Personally, I disagree with that. You want guys to let them play 15 mm -hmm. for kick and keep as much in as you can. Uh -huh. But if it's going to start affecting numbers badly, then that's got to be our biggest concern. So where you guys in West at the moment are probably in the crest of a wave in terms of numbers. Well, it, it, you're, it is cyclical, though. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I said that. Listen, you know, I remember playing against West teams in the not-too-distant past yep. where... You know, with the great swell in the world, Bredo was playing in the first team, which should never have been. You know, and that was certainly never a West team that I would have played against growing up, against guys like yourself and, and Gilks and Alan Williamson and yep. Whitey, yep. And, yep. and whoever, Tuna, whoever. Um, but it becomes cyclical, uh -huh. so you've kind of got to balance it out. But it's a numbers <coughs> game in Scotland. You, you need people in your club to make them strong. You want to give them as much cricket as possible. When you are strong, you want to make it as strong as possible. Mm -hmm. So I guess we're aspiring to head in that direction as a club, not a team, a club. So you know, I, would, I would probably be in favour of something like that, but 
kind of dangerous game. You don't want the numbers to drop off. You don't want to be going and playing in terrible places on a Saturday because it definitely will put people off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's a fair point. How are you doing kids-wise in numbers at the moment? Kids, funny one, with a little bit of a sting in numbers this year. Um, we had a few disappear elsewhere. Oh, I heard about that. Disappointing. Yes, uh -huh. Disappointing. Yes. Um, and going to a place that don't need any kids either. So you're just <laughs> you're, you're, Brian, you're doing a grand job there in skirting around. <laughs> I, I admire you there for not, uh, not saying anything further. It could be quite easy further. to have a bit of a flaky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want you having a flaky now. Not, not, not live. Kids are fine. Yep. Um, Harry Sings taking over the kids' money does a, a real good job. Um, really dedicated. I, I think as your kids grow up, my son plays with us in the woods. So as he was growing up, and, and along with Sam Allen and a couple of others, I always took their teams along with, with Derek Allen. And, and you know, we could have been anywhere on a sort of Friday night and mm -hmm. a Monday night and a Wednesday night with mm -hmm. the kids. Yeah. And it's a real tough slog, a real, real tough slog, but you get an awful lot out of it. So to see the kids come up through and develop and, and get the opportunity mm -hmm. to improve, it's great, you know, it's absolutely great. Yeah. You want to sort of, um, but you, you definitely need helpers, though. You need people who are prepared to put those hours in, yeah. and, it, and it is hours. It is hours. Yeah. So, Massively. So Wednesdays are kids' nights, so tomorrow night's all stars, junior training. Um, I think Harry was saying it's actually. And he's done a lot of friendly for Friday because there's, there's a kids game off. So, yeah, you, you want the kids to play, so uh -huh. we'll get the kids on on Friday night, hopefully, with a permitting. And they've got all the covers and the sheets on. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crack on again. So, but, you know, you would never you would never want to, to say, no, sorry, boys, you can't play because it's the first one I'm giving you tomorrow. Yeah, so yeah. I'm dying with it if the kids can't play then. So going back to Saturday, you've covered two wickets. I guess it's going to be dependent weather-wise. It looks as if there's going to be a break in the weather on Thursday. Wednesday's going to look a bit shithouse, I think. So you're only really going to have a day, a day and a half to prepare a wicket. So it well, may be that you're, you're playing in a used one on Saturday. <laughs> who knows, Johnny? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Are we covering two wickets? Are we covering no wickets? <laughs> <laughs> so... So Brian, what's your, obviously yourselves and West are both two of the unbeaten teams left in the league. What's your thoughts on, I guess, West's start to the season? How are you approaching the game with them this weekend? What's your thoughts on them as a team? Like 
know the, the team resonates around them. Yeah. We don't have that, so it's a little bit more difficult. You know, we, we rely on guys bouncing off each other. It's, it's just a different way of working, a different environment. Yeah. So, um, I you kind of looking on with a bit, a bit of envy there, saying, "Geez, I wish we had, wish we had someone like that mm-hmm. in the dressing room." And saying that, you know, we we pretty solid, so. I don't think Saturday's going to define an entire season. No. Between ourselves, West, Ferguson, uh, and Presswick, you've probably got four teams that are pretty capable of beating each other on their day. Yeah. I also think Clydesdale, with the young guys that they've got, and with Richie coming back in, are going yeah. to be good enough to beat anyone. So I, it's a bit of a false, a bit of a false dawn in terms of the season but for six weeks in an awful lot of cricket being missed mm-hmm. and you're now thinking well you're only a few weeks away from the turn but it's you know when the, the sun shines and the cricket starts to be played properly and regularly you, you're going to see you're going to see how things pan out yeah. um, but having said that I you know I think West are West ourselves obviously haven't won all our games it, it sticks out a little bit and it looks like a good fixture so yeah and a lot of your guys now getting some recognition from the Warriors you must be pleased with that as a club absolutely it's great you know it, it, I think you know Ross Lyons Ross is a as a Scotland international Ross is a fantastic character seen it done it bought the t-shirt mm-hmm. oh talking of t-shirts you have to buy one of our t-shirts <laughs> Have you seen them? What do you mean, which ones? We've got T-shirts now. It's a tenner. It's all for charity now, Brian. Come on. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I. So, so then, you know, Ross Lang, senior player on the, the Warriors side, fantastic. He does really well. Uh, like he was at the wickets again on Sunday mm-hmm. and, and contributes all the time and sort of ever present for them. Abdul Abdul Sabri is one of those guys who has always got a wicket at him. Um, he's a bit box office when he gets the bat. It's, there's always something happening. Um, and I spoke about more before, more ways. It's, it's pretty unique. The one guy we probably feel who really deserves a go at that level is Neil Alexander. Mm-hmm. Neil, I don't know what he's done wrong or who he's offended, but, but Neil's... He was an excellent bowler, um, contributes for the bat, as you know. And yeah. He could do a job for the Warriors. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Mm-hmm. I think they just yeah, need to, just to just give him a role. I saw, I saw Adol Kafar go on Sunday, which is fair enough. He's a good start to the season as anyone. Um, so, you know, there's no issues there. But I'd have liked to have felt because it's it's not as if they're set it's not as if they're setting the heather on fire. No. Just, they, they've lost five in a row. The Warriors. It's a funny one for me because you know the, the Highlanders. I think Craig Wallace is their coach, and yeah. I think over in the East, I'm not sure who their coach is. Tenors is their coach. Yeah, and Colin Mitchell run the team. And, you know, no harm to them, but. It seems to be done slightly differently elsewhere. And I just wonder if we are... Missing a trick. Mm-hmm. Missing a trick. You know, if, if we couldn't change it up a little bit, you know, lose that familiarity, get different people looking at different players, get a little bit of um, <coughs> impetus in it, lose the familiarity, take people out of comfort zones. You know, you just wonder. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, but no harm to the guys. 
I scathing criticism of uh, Colin or, or Tenor at all. No. It's just a, it's an observation. So listen, we're, we've kept you for sort of half an hour. We we kept Youngie for about half an hour. So let's just run through the the fixtures for the coming week, and let's just get your thoughts, quick thoughts on those. Clydesdale, Prestwick, Clydesdale going down there to Prestwick looks like a tough one for Clydesdale with Bennington out again. What are your thoughts there? Fancy Prestwick. Prestwick can always decide at home. Yeah. And again, missing Richie and I, I gather one or two others. So. Um, I, Fancy for yeah, yeah. Greenock at Fergus Lee. Can Greenock start winning games, do you think? Mm, not against Fergus Lee, no. No. Um, albeit the pro is good enough to take mm -hmm. five for and score 100 against them. Well, they had another slide against you guys. I mean, they looked as if they were going okay, and then you looked down from five down to the dead men that they were just, yeah. just it, not, yeah, not it's happening. A, it's a long tail, but Greenock, look, there's some young kids in there who the promising characters probably more bowlers than yeah. batters but mm -hmm. in they, fairness and again Greenock I think they, they were missing two or three regulars on Saturday so they were missing uh, Johnny Hempsey didn't play Johnny Hempsey they miss him so big, big deal Andre, right um, Prabhu as well the, the little fella that opens the bat and I think he's an airline pilot right as he's every so often so they were missing missing yeah. one or two guys it would make a difference it would mm -hmm. make them better and when you're struggling, then you don't want to be losing these guys. No, absolutely well, that's not. It. You need a yeah. backbone, don't you? Drumps. Drumps going over to Shaw home. Oh, close one. Yeah, and a big one, and a big one as well. You know, Drumps have got that one win. Pollock still to to get a W in the column. A uh, big game for Pollock. I think they've really got to start. I think they showed some promise against. Sterling at the weekend to try to chase down one six seven. Pollock has a couple of good performances. I think they did okay against Clydesdale and lost. And I think, yeah, they were a bit, you know, they weren't far away on Saturday. Mm -hmm. I would tend to go for drums. So I think drums have got a wee bit of sting in the tail. I'll go for drums with the proviso that McLaren and Rawlinson are playing. Right. If they play drums, win. Uh, Graham's been out with a. Um, Groin. A groin, groin issue, so I think hopefully he'll be back for them. Uh, Sterling Ek. Ek, Ek a good side. Yeah. When he a good character. Shake a good character. Uh, you've got Stuart Cameron, Josh Johnson, uh, the boy that you like, but Mr. McGow. Yeah, that's a fella. <laughs> uh, a few good players in there. I think. Many uh, been shaky due some runs. runs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then use you, you guys against Duddy, Duddy against West, rather. You're backing yeah. yourselves, obviously. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully the weather, the weather holds fair, but I don't think it will. But if it does, it will be interesting to see the marker, to see yeah. what actually happens down there. Uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Duddy drives quickly, so uh -huh. there's always a chance, Duddy. Good. And he's and not playing over here for the twos. You'll, get a, you'll have his speed gun out again, will he? Yeah, he'll just be going out and be looking after the wasp machine and all that stuff. What's the wasp machine? You know, the you can't release wasps on his brain. That's cheating. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, uses, he uses wasps as well now, apparently. What's wasps? Wasp, you know the, the score predictor thing that they use in the, the ODIs in the second innings? Oh, does oh, it? Right. Oh. Yeah, the percentages and stuff. Oh, we should get that. We're missing a trick. <laughs> I have it with the horse. He'll, he'll, he'll let you know where The wasp get. man. Yeah. 
Good. The beekeeper. <laughs> the beekeeper. <laughs> oh, is he as well? Is he? Don't let Gav Smith know. Good. We'll never hear it at the end oh, of it. No, no, no. <laughs> Listen, once again, um, enlightening as ever. Thanks very much for coming on, and, and all the best for Saturday. Um, I'm sure I, you don't mean that, <laughs> Well, no. no it absolutely no, doesn't. And, but, and I just hope we don't be speaking. You're danger, you're danger I know, I know. And hopefully it is a West Fest and we're not talking to you for a fortnight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cheers, buddy. Cheers, Brian. Cheers, bye. I well, can't help it not being a West Fest. They're flipping nobody bothers to, to the, win their cricket matches yeah, against us. I know. Yeah. It's a. Uh, but yeah, or you didn't bother to turn up and come on. Yeah, well, I mean, exactly. Hopefully, we'll have. We'll need to get a bit tighter though if we've got other games and we're starting to extend these interviews a bit. <laughs> we're going to be keeping people oh, for three hours. Well, we've got to do that because there's only two games on. No, so exactly. We've got, we've got exactly. To do that. You kind of uh, you usurped me a little bit with well, the chocolates. I know. I know. Absolutely. I, I froze. I froze. <laughs> you got a you got a poor. What did you? You came in with one of the eggs. I know a flaky a one. Flaky. It was awful. Awful. I gave it to I you in a plate. <laughs> you don't eat those off of a plate just straight out the packet but um, I got all five in you did you did very impressive well done that's one nil to me it is you can you can choose next week okay I'm going to choose something obscure <laughs> that's right <laughs> right well we better wrap it up yep. uh, you're going down to you're in the the threes on Saturday is yes, that right yes I think travelling to Galloway if there's any cricket so I'm going to need right. to be okay. leaving no doubt on Thursday night to start travelling oh, down yeah um, Yes, and so you'll be, well, obviously teams aren't out. But I think we'll be here. Yes. Uh, I can't think the way that I've been <laughs> not setting the heather on light with regards to my batting no. prowess. But I tell you what, I'm catching in the slips. How many this so far? Two. Two, not bad, not bad. Although, I mean, Coatsy claimed he took 17 last year, so you've got enough to catch up with him. Oh, yeah, so, uh, enough said about Coatsy, yeah. <laughs> the, the better. Uh, so I think we're going to wrap it up there. We've just been going for the hour. Yep. Uh, anything to report? Anything that you wanted to see? Nope. Do you nothing. like your t-shirt? I love my t-shirt. Do I'm going to wear it regularly. I know, before you give me a tenner. Come on. Don't the give me that, Luke. Hosts <laughs> not get one. No, it's all for charity. Oh. I told you that. I work for a charity. Does that not, does that not count? Well, you can give me some of your hard earned. <laughs> um... Yeah. No, yeah. I had nothing else to say. I just, I think, again, we'll probably get another very interesting weekend of cricket if we get it played. Uh -huh. um, uh -huh. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's a chance for Fergus Lee to claw their way back up a bit, given they've got Greenock and somebody has to lose out of West Nothingston yeah. if they play. Yeah. So it's a chance for things yeah. to maybe clump back up a little bit. Yeah. So, And I think, as you've alluded to quite a few times, a big one for... Pollock in terms of I think if they can win that they can possibly do, do I mean you can separate yourself off a little bit uh -huh. but otherwise it could become a bit of a season long sort of dogfight down at the bottom with teams who are not well, looking well, like well the way that the league is looking it's almost already gone into two divisions yes, exactly there's a top five and a, a bottom five yeah uh, and there's not much between the people at the top and yeah, bottom of either of those two splits. Yeah, so if you can put together any couple of wins, then you're, especially in a season where potentially you're only going to be paying 10, 11 games. Absolutely. Then every game that you play is absolutely huge. Absolutely. Okay, listen, we'll wrap it up there. Uh, should we get Henshi on? If you want, yeah. Sure. Yeah, on you go. We'll see. We can cast a net. I mean, we've got people want to come on from New Zealand. Mind. 
Oh, that's right. And I mean, that, well, and also an Australian who might be back in back in the we'll city next, next yeah, week. Yeah. So we've got options. We're, we're going to have to start accepting payment for coming on this show. Uh, and that's not for the t-shirts. I mean, <laughs> to line my, line my wallet. But... Uh, yeah. Well, we finished there. <laughs> the look you've just given me. I've just given him the serve. Listen, you've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right. Sometimes wrong. Always certain. Thanks for listening. So there we go. That's another one in the can. Let's try and get Matthew on just for a chat so that we can find out how things are really going up there in Stirling. They seem to have had a bit of a tough time of it at the start of this season. These podcasts are all going to be available on iTunes, so if you want to get a brand new, shiny, out-the-shoe podcast as soon as it gets released, then do go ahead and subscribe. Two ways to subscribe to the podcast. Best way is probably on to iTunes. Everybody knows how to use iTunes And the other way is obviously through SoundCloud. It's all about downloading the app and then just looking in the search bar for Out The Shoe. You can also join us every week on a Facebook Live. That's when you get the ugly mug of Johnny and Chris talking the talk on a Facebook Live. Generally, we're doing that on a Tuesday. It is very much dependent upon whether Chris and I are available during the week, what with work and also cricket commitments. But generally, we're doing that on a Tuesday. If you did have a look at us doing the Facebook Live there on Tuesday, you'll see that we were resplendent in our brand new t-shirts. We're making some money for charity. The charity is opening up. It's a charity based around cricket and also about really mental health. So we're trying to put some money together for them. I'm asking for a tenner for the t-shirts. If you would like one of those, then send me something on Twitter Facebook me, um, PM me on Facebook, message me on Facebook. That would be absolutely fine. But it's going to be, as I say, a big week. We're going to get round to the turnaround at the end of this week. We'll catch up with you next week. Remember, keep nudging, keep nerdling. You've been listening to Out the Shoe. Sometimes right, sometimes wrong. Always certain.